As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. Value what you could get when you get that time back and do it on what is the highest and best use. We call it kind of highest return on time for what you are most suited for. And just kind of think of everything through that lens and then seek out opportunities to capture that back as, as quickly as possible. Best ever listeners, before today's episode, I want to invite you to join us in Keystone, Colorado, February 20th through 22nd. It is the 2020 Best Ever Conference. And not only do I want to invite you to join us, I want to invite you to earn 15% for every ticket that you're responsible for selling should you join as an affiliate for the conference. Great way to earn money. And also, if you're planning on attending, great way to pay for your ticket, essentially. You get enough sales. So you can go to BEC20.com. And in the top left corner, it says earn 15% as an affiliate. You can click that, join the affiliate program, and you got all the resources that you need to share the good word about the Best Ever Conference in Keystone, Colorado. And we will be talking more about this on future episodes. But for now, go check out BEC20.com and that affiliate page. You can earn 15% as an affiliate, and we will see you in Keystone, Colorado. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know, Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday. You're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome back to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I am your host today, Theo Hicks. And well, today we are speaking with Brad Stevens. Brad, how are you doing today? Fantastic, Theo. Thanks so much for the opportunity to be here. Oh, absolutely. Appreciate you stopping by. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Before we get into that conversation, though, a little bit about Brad. He is the founder and CEO of Outsource Access, which is a company that provides entrepreneurs and commercial real estate agents with highly trained, low-cost virtual assistants. He is based in Atlanta, Georgia, and you can say hi to him at outsourceaccess.com. So Brad, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure. Um, originally from Atlanta, which is kind of rare these days. We have a, quite the melting pot and a huge growth in the city here. Grew up in an entrepreneurial family and kind of knew that was going to path I was going to take after college. So uh, after graduating, I uh, actually went to Wharton up at UPenn, came back to Atlanta. And so the last 20 years, all I've done is build and, and grow companies in, in different industries some product based business, service based businesses. And as anybody knows, it's an entrepreneur. It's a 
quite the journey up and down along the way, but you learn a ton. And along that path, actually, I, I learned about this whole world we'll be talking about today. And growing my last company, we just had some challenges and had to figure out how to get lean, make dollars stretch. And I always heard about this whole world of outsourcing and VAs and people that had read like Tim Ferriss' four-hour work week back 10 years ago and just was intrigued by it. And it just absolutely changed the game once I really kind of took all my perceptions and really learned what that world is and who these people are and the incredible competency and what they're able to get done, super quality, super low cost. And it just completely changed my life and my business. So I launched Outsource Access, which is a, we'll talk about kind of whole company based in the Philippines and why we chose that as a country, which is really unique. And now I get a chance to do speaking as well under Brad Stevens training brand. I get to speak all over the world now. I've got about 30 speaking engagements throughout the year. Just bringing this information to small business owners, entrepreneurs, best ever listeners, a lot of them out there, I'm sure in the same boat of how do you get more done with less in today's world? And so now I live and breathe it and speak, educate on it and, and have a whole platform and resource where, where we provide some of these resources as well. So I absolutely love it. And it'll be what I do kind of I think through the end of my career. There you go. So you mentioned that the virtual assistants that your company provides, you said they're in the Philippines and you said that you, you have a reason behind choosing that country. Why is that? When I first started, and a lot of listeners maybe have heard of platforms like you know Upwork and Fiverr. I mean, there's over 300 plus platforms out there where you can kind of find people all over the world to do things where you know the American dollar has a strength from a currency standpoint. So I work with a lot of different countries for different types of things. For India, for example, we do a lot of website development and graphic design and stuff there. But I found that particularly in my world, I use all these different tactical freelancers out there, but I realized I needed a rock solid right-hand person that I could afford. And most small businesses and entrepreneurs can't afford full-time executive assistant or an admin to kind of help you know everything from managing email and travel and scheduling and then to take on and manage other tasks and so learned about the Philippines and basically relative to the rest of you know, Southeast Asia is you know, it's very Americanized I mean the US kind of controlled it up until 1946 47 so English is actually their second language they have American education system and they're highly talented very skilled individuals and I visited there back in April visited 20 facilities and I mean you walk down the streets of Manila and you feel like you're right in the US um, Starbucks and steakhouses and so forth so it's a very Americanized culture they get so it's very easy to work with in terms of culture and language and so forth. But minimum wage there is still dollar to dollar fifty US per hour. That's why for years many companies have had their call centers over there. What we do, we're able to pay and they're able to make multiple, multiple times minimum wage and work from home, have flexibility. So they're very appreciative of the work, work super fast, learn super quickly, and you don't have the language barriers. So we use that kind of for our general VAs to sort of manage and do everything from scheduling and email and research and data scraping for leads and social media management. I have one that lives in my LinkedIn account full time, just kind of helping me grow and manage our LinkedIn account. But then they also manage all the other skilled stuff. You need a brochure done, you have your VA go and manage someone to go get a brochure done for you. Or you need a mobile app built, your VA will source and manage and manage the project. So it kind of becomes sort of your quarterback project manager. And we found the Philippines is the best place for that particular role. And then we use other countries as well for other specialized skills. That's very interesting. I did not know how Americanized the Philippines was. So I've definitely seen a lot of VAs out of that country. So that definitely makes sense <laughs> to me now. So in my mind, I'm kind of thinking through the process. Okay, so if I wanted to hire a VA, what are the steps I would go through? So in my mind, the first step would be determining when would be the right time to hire a VA and then actually find the VA and then screen the VA. So I kind of want to walk through that process with you. So whether you're talking to a client or just from your perspective, as a real estate investor, when do you think is the right time to bring on a VA? What point in their business should they be at or what point in life should they be at? But it's time for them to think, okay, I can actually hire a VA now. 
Well, everything in life is about ROI, both in business and your personal life. So I'll speak to two points. One is, when is the right point for it? It's all about how much you value your time and what your time is worth and what you're able to do with your time, which is the highest and best use of your capability. And a lot of people struggle with having clarity on that. So to give you one point of reference, with VAs, when we provide VAs, we charge $1,450 a month, $1,450 per month, right? So that comes over... When you average and we provide a whole bunch of back-end culture and support, and they have this thing in the Philippines called 13th month where they get a full additional pay in December, a whole nother month's worth. So you got to normalize that all out. But that's kind of what the cost is for somebody working 40 hours a week for you and doing a whole variety of things, everything from personal email management and follow-up and scheduling and research and generating leads. And particularly from an investing standpoint, we work people in this field, it's data scraping prospects, like all the public records are out there. Yes, we're doing wholesaling and that kind of thing. VAs can go and aggregate all that information and even do email outreach to hard money lenders. They can go into Facebook groups where all these different people live and exist and go in and, and kind of look for opportunities to engage. I mean, managing your LinkedIn account and do a whole bunch of things there. I mean, there's a whole laundry list of stuff and I can share at the end kind of a short video training I got a chance to do actually for global conference for real estate SIOR group. But when you see all those different things and you look at 1450 a month, for example, is kind of what our cost is. Now, like with commercial real estate, like we work with a lot of commercial real estate agents. And if they close one additional deal, that can be worth $25,000, $30,000. So it's like, if I got back that amount of time and I had a VA working for me 40 hours per week, and a lot of people think, well, I don't have 40 hours worth to begin with. Well, you may not to start with, but you kind of grow into it very rapidly is what we find with everybody. And if you got your time back so you could focus more on the relationship building, which is for most people in real estate investing and otherwise, it's all about that personal connection, relationship building, and then just getting in market intelligence. And if you could spend your time focusing on strategic direction, relationship building, evaluating data versus actually doing a lot of that, what I call administrative operational clutter. I kind of call it death by paper cuts, which is not the best use. And we all know what it is when we wake up and do that stuff. They're like, this is not worth my time. You get somebody that's plugged in, they learn super rapidly and they take that off your plate. And so like with commercial real estate, they close one additional deal. If you looked at a VA full-time for an entire year, that's like just under $18,000 a year. They close one additional deal that more than double pays for a VA for the entire year. So it's about how you value your time and opportunity cost. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So it's looking at it through that lens and how you value your time. And if you got X back, could you just get one more deal? Or how many deals do you need to close to pay for it? I mean, everything should be in terms of ROI. And on personal, blew my mind what VAs could do on the business side. But then like in our house, we actually had a natural gas leak in our house. We had to rip out all the drywall and repair all our gas lines. And, you know, it's going to take hours and hours of my time or my wife to go research vendors and find people that could do drywall repair. So I literally just took a video of it. I went to a video of it and recorded, hey, this is the problem. And I sent the video to my VA. She took it. Then she went and posted on Home Advisor, Angie's List, and so forth, and went and found people, emailed back and forth to get quotes, and then teed up the candidates for me. So had hours of my time. My watch was broken. I took a picture of it, sent it to her. She took the picture, zoomed in, found the repair place online, went in and filled out all the paperwork, went in my UPS account, created a shipping label using a tool called Dashlane, which will talk about how you can share your password without ever giving your password away to a VA, and had it all in my inbox the next morning. So it's how you value your time is kind of when the decision point is of getting things off your plate. And most entrepreneurs and people continue to wear more and more and more hats because they can't afford a typical resource of what it would cost. And this makes it affordable that mm -hmm. they can actually get things delegated. In terms of the process, it's all about vetting. What we found in myself having doing this for 10 years now, and just like in the US, it's the same thing internationally. There's good quality work and the quality folks and, and there's poor quality. 
So it's about setting a very, very high bar. So like kind of what we do with outsource access and the way we've evolved and just from learning about all the failure points I've seen people experience directly. I mean, I talk to thousands of businesses about this all the time is it's about setting a really high bar, putting people through a rigorous assessment in terms of their intelligence, competence, emotional intelligence, grammar proficiency, their project management skills, giving them test tasks and make see how well they do with vague instruction and how good they ask questions and can take vague instruction and finish a task. And then doing intensive interviews. We do like four intensive interviews with our team to make sure that they meet criteria. And then we actually have them go through a whole boot camp. So we make sure people are highly qualified and highly trained to be VA. So I recommend whether it's us or anybody you explore, make sure that they have a very good vetting process to really set a high bar. And I found that having them a part of a company versus just being an individual working, we're able to provide culture and support and education and training that's really important. And I found in the past kind of going just purely through job boards and finding somebody that's working in one of these countries from home remotely, long term, there tends to be some challenges sometimes. And then it's critical that these people know how to work with these resources. You know, a lot of people fail with working with VAs or other people like this because they get frustrated because they can't get stuff out of their brain over to them. So we talk about tools like Screencast-O-Matic, and we talk about ways that you can easily get things out of your brain and quickly get it communicated to a VA to understand. So we actually make clients we work with go through a short 30-minute training that teaches them best practices on how to work with these resources so they can do it effectively. Oh, yeah. Perfect answer. You actually answered one of the questions I was going to ask, which is why is it better to work with a company who places VAs versus finding one on your own? And you definitely hit the nail on the head on that. The last follow-up question I have before we get to the money question, which is you mentioned the things that you do up front to vet them. Are you also vetting them on an ongoing basis to make sure that they are continuing to perform or is it just the upfront assessments and boot camp trainings and interviews. And then from there, you just assume that they're top notch. Oh, no. I mean, it's just like for anybody that's built a business or hired employees ever in their life, you've got to provide the ongoing support. So that's a big part of what we do. And that's why people are drawn to come work for our business because we have a whole you know, business in the Philippines company there with the whole management team and so forth is providing ongoing training. A couple Saturdays ago, all of our VAs that work with clients of ours, I paid and, and had a, a high-end quality speaker that's very sought out to come in and do a whole half-day workshop with all of our VAs just to take their training to the next level. We have tons of training that we do ongoing and Part of it with it is something that we do differently is instead of having a VA or everybody's had an assistant that's kind of twiddling their thumbs about, well, what do I do next? We're there to constantly be an execution ninja for you and bring ideas to the table and things that we can do to help you based on what you're trying to do in your specific business. So it's all about the culture, the training, the back-end support, because that's what I found. You get people engaged and you want long-term redundancy. And people are concerned about safety and privacy and all of that. And that's all kind of addressed in terms of how you work with these people in a secure environment. You use tools like Dashlane and LastPass to share access without ever giving your password away and making sure they're feeling engaged. And then it's just like culture, just like in the U.S. We actually have a whole virtual assistance gives back program where our VAs are making you know, good money. So we actually fund and pay for shoes and educational supplies for children in these lower end villages there. And our VAs volunteer their time to go deliver those supplies that we purchase. So it's just like in the U.S. You're trying to build culture. Every big leadership book talks about culture, culture, culture will kill everything else in terms of you focus on that first. And so we're big on that on the back end also. All right, Brad, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Obviously, as far as from my angle specifically on you know what we do and in working with people in this space, everything from people that are in residential or in wholesale or commercial, it's just protect your time and value your time. 
think about everything in terms of opportunity cost, because that's where a lot of people get caught in this constant paddle, 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 keeping their head above water and aren't able to scale and do things on a larger level. And it impacts ultimately their family relationships, their friend relationships, their health, because they're working nonstop trying to keep their head above water and, and aren't able to ever make it to the gym. So it's just really people setting back and valuing their time and thinking about everything in terms of opportunity costs. What am I giving up when I don't make my kids next baseball game? Or what am I giving up when I'm sitting here until 2 a.m. trying to copy and paste from a Google sheet for the next set of prospect opportunities and value what you could get when you get that time back and do it on what is the highest and best use, call it kind of highest return on time for what you are most suited for. And just kind of think of everything through that lens and then seek out opportunities to capture that back as as quickly as possible. All right. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's do it. All right. First, a quick word from our sponsor. Best ever listeners, go to BEC20.com. Look in the top left-hand corner. You can earn 15% as an affiliate. You can join the affiliate program and participate in the conference that way and basically earn a free ticket to the conference BEC20.com. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart, get the word out about their cause, and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. All right, Brad, what is the best ever book you've recently read? I have to say, I'm actually just wrapping up one called Fast Forward Mindset. It's actually uh, by a guy named David Schnurman that was uh, the president for Entrepreneurs Organization for New York. It's an organization I'm actually part of. Fantastic book. It's an audio. It's three hours. It's not like nine hours like some of these are. It's high impact, great experience, him growing and building his business. It's been a good one. If your business were to collapse today, what would you do next? As far as that question, being a different industry. You can take it any way you want. That's the cool thing that I always share about sort of having this mental inventory about what I know and how you can leverage these resources and how quick and fast and high quality and low cost. I mean, I can literally launch a business in two weeks for less than $500 in pretty much many, many different industries. But if I were to shift gears from an industry standpoint, probably an education. My wife was a third grade teacher for 13 years, and I just see a huge need. And having a little three-year-old myself now, there's a lot that needs to be fixed and addressed in education. So probably something in that arena and and leverage some of our resources to help there. Yeah, I have a a four-and-a-half-month-old, and it definitely changes your perspective on things, that's for sure, once you have kids. What is the worst deal you've done? This could be a real estate deal or for you, it could be a, maybe a, a business you started. In terms of just a crisis experience I had, I kind of shared with them, and part of what kind of got me to learning how to do all this stuff is I was referencing my last business. We were in the teeth whitening space and we had sold, I think, close to 50,000 units of, of one of these teeth whitening pen products that we were selling all over the U.S. that you could brush onto your teeth to whiten your teeth. We sold it for dental offices and spas and medical spas. And our next order of units, one of the manufacturers changed one of the components in it, and it caused it to react with the teeth whitening gel and these teeth whitening pins. And we had about 10,000 units that we shipped all over the country that started exploding (laughs) in people's purses and on shelves. And we had just had great success and sent it to all the major editors of all the major publications. And this teeth whitening pin that we had started, the gel started exploding and oozing out. 
So I had a disaster on my hands nationwide and globally, actually. And then that's what forced me to get lean. Never know what life's going to give you in these crises, but it's what kind of taught me how to learn how to do all this stuff. So that's my life work now. And then lastly, what is the best ever place to reach you? And I guess you can plug the course you were talking about earlier here if you want to as well. Two things for anybody's out there that you have conferences. I love speaking at conferences and events and so forth. For that, you can go to bradstephentraining.com and that kind of shows kind of my speaker background and so on. And I and, uh, love kind of sharing this message and case study driven for audiences. And then in terms of if anybody's looking for or learning more about this whole outsourcing and virtual assistant world, outsourceaccess.com is our website. And if you want to just send an email and you can just put best ever in the subject line and just send an email to we created best at outsourceaccess.com. You don't have to write anything in it. Just send the email and just put best ever in the subject line. We'll get it. And I got some VAs, as you can imagine, that manage that. Now we'll send you a link to the exact presentation that I did for the SIOR conference, top real estate, commercial real estate conference in DC back in April this year, where I walked through and show step-by-step examples and case studies, a lot of things that I've alluded to here. And I'll give you a whole link of all kinds of other books and resources that we recommend around it. So best at outsourceaccess.com. Shoot us an email and we'll send that link to you. Yep. Thank you for offering that to the listeners. I really enjoyed the conversation, learned a lot about the process for essentially the ultimate blueprint when it comes to VAs. So just to summarize what we talked about so far, we talked about why the Philippines is one of the best countries for VAs. And it's because it's basically America. It's very Americanized, English second language. They're very easy to work with as a result. And the American dollar goes really far in the Philippines. And then we went through the actual process of hiring the VA. So in order to determine when is the best time to bring on a VA, it comes down to ROI and how you value your time. And you give a really specific example, which is, all right, so it's going to cost you about 1400 bucks a month to hire a VA. How much money will you be able to make by focusing your time elsewhere. So if you're a broker, if you close on one extra deal per year, then the cost of the VA essentially pays for itself. Just because you can spend more time on the important aspects of the business, which are relationship building, strategy, and then evaluating data as opposed to pulling data. And then you can also help you with things in your personal life as well. So it's not just a business kind of return on time, but also the personal return on time. And you gave the example of the natural gas leak and the watch sent a picture to your VA and they took care of everything for you and saved you hours and hours of time. When you're ready to hire a VA, how you find them, it's all about vetting. So your company sets very high expectations and a high bar for people that you hire. You mentioned that you interview processes, you do emotional intelligence, grammar tests, you put them through an intensive interview process for interviews, and then from there you put them through a boot camp training to make sure you're setting them up for success. And then you also mentioned that the people that are hiring VAs need to know how to work with VAs and how to get all the information in their head to the VA's head so that they understand what you need them to do. And then you also mentioned that it doesn't stop there. You also do ongoing support. So you offer ongoing trainings and workshops and just bring them ideas on how to help them stay busy. And then we also mentioned why does it make sense for an investor to use a company who places VA as opposed to finding one themselves and it has to do with all the things you put them through before you hire them. So people that are hiring a VA through your company or a similar company knows the vetting process they've gone through. Again, opportunity costs. Do you want to spend your time hiring a VA or would you rather have someone that hires them for you? And then we also talked about the importance of culture. And then lastly, the best ever advice comes down to thinking about everything in terms of opportunity costs. And that's essentially why you want to hire a VA in the first place. 
So uh, again, really enjoyed the conversation, Brad. Very informative. Best ever listeners, thanks for stopping by. Make sure you take advantage of the offer Brad mentioned. His email will be in the show notes of this episode. Again, thanks for listening. Have a best ever day and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or a cause that is near and dear to our heart. Get the word out about their cause and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com. And there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out.